Oh, I, oh, hello everyone, and welcome to Corona Conversations. I'm Anna, and I'm Caleb, and today we are reviewing the finale of Tangled the series. Vous êtes Oh, good job! You said it. Yes, I did. Oh, so bittersweet. Oh my goodness. Um, obviously, we all have a lot of feelings about this episode. Um, and we're gonna get into all that stuff in this um, conversation. But before we begin, let's uh, get to any news or updates we have. I've got a couple things to mention. You do? The first of which is that right after the episode aired uh disney channel's youtube video or youtube disney channel's youtube channel published a little compilation of some of the favorite songs from the series um so i'll link that in the episode description if you want to take a look it's not like every song and it's not even the full songs but it's just a little Aww. highlight reel which is kind of nostalgic to look back on Very now, cute. You know? um and also we now have a special link where you can go to review the podcast, and that is ratethispodcast.com slash tangled. Oh, wow. I feel like I need to go rate us <laughs> with a special link. <laughs> so if you go to ratethispodcast.com slash tangled, you can get right to reviewing us with instructions for how to do that. And the last little update is that um, on Twitter, one of the big Tangled fans, at um, Starry Rapunzel on Twitter, started this project for the fandom. And so basically, they put together a ton of artwork and audio clips and just cool um, fan-generated content like that. And they put it all into this awesome video that they published on YouTube. So that will definitely be in the show notes as well. We contributed a little audio note to it, and lots of other fans did too. So it's a nice little tribute to everything that the cast and crew has done over the past two or three years. So definitely check that out if you haven't. Yes. Good notes, good notes. Very thorough. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, any updates of a personal note that we should talk about? We lost our horse this week, so that was sad. Rudy, you were a good boy. <laughs> he went to serve with Max in the kingdom. Also, it was a beautiful day, and I got to try a good bakery. Oh, you're engaged? Oh, wow. <clears throat> and I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Ready as I'll ever be. Every inch of me is trembling, but not from the cold. Tangled is over, like a dream I can reach, but not quite hold. Very sad. Okay, should we get into it? Yes, let's go ahead and get into it. I right. have a whole notebook and a half ah! of notes here. Handwritten notes. That's funny, because um, Lizzie and Mom and I, or Mom wasn't really watching it, but we were all at the breakfast yeah. table together watching it, and Mom was mm -hmm. like, don't you have to take notes? And I was like, uh... I'll leave that to Anna. <laughs> I mean, you want to be, like, involved in the episode. Taking notes just, like, distracts you and slows you down. Well, I did have to keep positive to take notes, so I agree. Exactly, and that ruins the flow. It did, it did interfere a little bit with the flow. But 
So I'm glad yeah. you took the fall for us. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, Pluest and Vu is the series finale of Tangled. It is the 19th, 20th, and 21st episode numbers of season three. Oh. <laughs> this is kind of interesting. It was, so it was such, you know, a long episode because it was like yeah. three all stitched together. So it had a bunch of storyboarders and a, a bunch of directors, but it was all written by one person. Oh, that's kind of cool. The person who wrote this whole final episode, so you either love this person or you hate them, <laughs> uh, is Jace Ritchie. It was storyboarded by Benjamin Ballesteri, Tom Caulfield, Jerry Yu Ching, Isabella Gedjik, Anna Leoncioni, Anthony Mazzotta, Caitlin Ritter, Wendy Sullivan, and Janessa Warren. One of the storyboarders was Tom Caulfield. I thought that was kind of interesting because normally he directs on the show, so for the final episode oh, yeah. he got to do some storyboarding for it. Very cool. And it was directed by Benjamin Ballesteri. Oh, who also storyboarded on it, so he storyboarded it and directed it. Wow. Philip Pignotti and Shane Zalvin. Oh. This episode had three um, brand new songs. Well, I mean, one of them wasn't quite brand new, but three new songs. Mm-hmm. Through it all, I'd give anything, and <laughs> Life After Happily Ever After reprise. Uh. Um, if you don't know, Plu Est and Vu translates to There Is More in You. That's not how you pronounce it. I mean, if you watched it. the episode, I guess you probably know that. That's how Rapunzel pronounced no, it. No, it's Plu Ze Ton Vu. Not plus est. It's That's plus not, ton vu. That, no, no. Rapunzel said est, I'm pretty sure. She did not. Go back and watch the clip. <laughs> I might have been taking notes, but I was also listening. <laughs> and I took a note on the pronunciation, just to make sure. Plus, I sing songs in French, so. Wow, I sing songs in French. Wee oui, oui. <laughs> Um. So, the, obviously, for such a long episode, there's a lot of plot to dig into. Um, so we'll try to kind of summarize everything that happened. Well, yeah, let's let's just start from the beginning, I mean. Yeah. yeah. There's a really nice recap at the start. Like, they kind of give us a, a oh, yeah, yeah, refresher. Yeah. And I, I mean, I kind of like that because it kind of made it more epic. Like, I don't know, like for the final episode, just like last time on Tangled the Series. <laughs> da, 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 da. Like, it was very suspenseful. Yeah, um, I mean, sometimes that can feel a little, uh, like, boring, like, just starting with exposition-y mm-hmm. kind of monologue, but yeah. I think it was a good choice because, obviously, it kind of matches with the ending of the film where Rapunzel yeah. and Eugene kind of narrate to us. Then also, for a big finale, I mean, it helps to catch up, you know, people who missed the previous episode. So, yeah. people who want to watch, like, this final episode of the show, but they didn't get into all the other seasons, mm-hmm. I mean... I don't know why you'd want to start from here, but if you did, yeah, you can get caught up. It's just kind of nice. And then I, I also really love that at the start of the episode, like Rapunzel's mom kind of gives some parental advice and stuff because I feel like it's, it seemed like she's like her parents have just been so like MIA this entire like season or like basically the second half of the season. So it's been so. Yeah, yeah. I mean so that's nice what happens too. when you get your mind wiped. Yeah, so nice to have her, like, come back in and give some good advice. And then she mentioned Willow the aunt, which is my favorite. And I was so excited. I was I was thought we might see her, but we didn't get to. Yes. But at least Willow got yes. a mention. And I was so happy yeah. to hear from her. I thought her. that was so nice because it was like we were hoping for some Willow in the Tale of Two Sisters episode. Yeah. Uh, so it was nice to get a little bit of her yeah. story. And that was such a weird story. Like, she built a brick wall. I mean, <laughs> Could you see Lizzie doing that when we used to show her? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that was pretty intense. I 
Interesting. It was kind of it kind of reminded me of Frozen and how so many stories like are about one thinking. sibling like shutting the other one out, like closing the door, building a wall. Yeah, like I got I don't know. I was just getting so many like Frozen feelings about this like final series. For some reason, I just kept thinking about about Anna's song that we were singing earlier. Um, like about the grief that she had because like she Rapunzel and Cass weren't friends and like when Anna lost Elsa like that like they had that same kind of grief and it was about like best friend relationships and like female female friendship and like that kind of thing so I don't know it was just giving me some reminiscent uh some reminiscence of Frozen but yeah it was it was I really liked that mom advice coming in and it was kind of weird though at the start I felt like when they had the scene where she and her mom were just riding the horses to the Snuggly Duckling, I was like, they seem pretty calm about like Corona being taken over. They're just like riding the most beautiful scenery, and it's, it's just like they don't seem to be going like especially fast, and it just felt really weird. I was like, your kingdom is like taken over, and you're just like, oh, look at this beautiful joy ride we're going on. <laughs> yeah, it made me wonder how like it's always about the timeline. You know, we got to get into the nitty gritty, but yeah. it made me wonder how much time has passed because everyone seems kind of chill with the whole entire city being taken over yeah yeah but once they get to the snuggly duckling it was so cool how they use that as their you know their like team strategy meeting place where everyone grouped up and then the song rapunzel's enthusiastic (laughs) let's get it happening song it was so good so cute they had their first little ballad and eugene totally called it and then it was funny because lance and varian took turns playing piano which was kind of cool yeah it was so cool how like rapunzel started out playing the piano and then varian took over for her so she could you know Mm -hmm. do her singing thing yeah it was just so nice because that is like such a cornerstone of the film Mm. and so to like start their efforts to get the city back in that place with all of them together was oh, a really yeah. nice thing i think <laughs> the whole town of corona fits inside the snuggly duckling pub <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, i guess so i wonder if there are other citizens who just aren't part of the group and they were like we'll let the main characters handle it we'll just stay away and we'll just die in our house to come back <laughs> I was a little disappointed, though, to see that Shorty was at the pub, because I was hoping, you know, he would be on Zontiri's side, but... Oh, yeah. Luckily, we didn't see much of Shorty, so I kind of pushed him to the back of my mind. Yeah, I was disappointed by that. I wanted some Shorty moments. I mean, he got a few <laughs> moments. Oh, and then I was excited when the first kind of task they had to do was go find the tube and there was snow involved because if the listeners don't know i love snow and then eugene was like no there's eugene hates it i was like yes there's snow happening in corona i'm all about that okay it's funny that you mentioned that because i watched it this morning i kind of completely my mind just kind of completely glossed over that whole side quest (laughs) (laughs) the whole monkey cavern that was it was really weird so weird. And Lou never bring Lance anywhere. He's like a two-year-old. He's like, oh, let, like, Varian's like, do not touch this. And what does he do? He yeah. touches it, and they all turn yeah. into monkeys, and, and their brains swap anyway. Some might say that a man who presses a button like that would not be a fit guardian for people he may or may not adopt later <laughs> <I know>. on. <laughs> How can he make pancakes? I don't understand. Anyway. Wait, to back up, back up before that, I thought when they were they were climbing up the mountains, so they hadn't got to the, gotten to the tomb yet, I thought it was really good of Eugene 
not to bring up like Varian's dad's loyalty to anybody but Varian first. I was like, thought I was really mature of Eugene, just like bring it up to him first. And then like, he didn't push it. He just like kind of put a thought in his mind, let it go. He didn't like gossip with Rapunzel about it first. I was like, Eugene, <laughs> you are deserving of Captain of the Guard, man. That was some smart, smart planning going on there. I, I think it's like putting him in that position has like elevated him him has like elevated his own like yeah. self-identity and so now he's rising to meet the title and becoming a little bit more of a grown-up oh that's good that's a good way to put it yes he's doing yeah doing very good yeah it's it's a nice like having that responsibility is is good for him i think <laughs> also when they got to the top and then lance is playing charades instead of trying to solve the riddle oh that, that was so <laughs> hilarious i love that Aww. it was like He's like, oh, Eugene's like, of course, another riddle. What could it be? And then Lance is like, whatever he says. And then he's like, really, Lance? And then he's like, oh, we were just playing charade. Oh, I just realized, like, they were bonding him and the two children. You didn't get that? (laughs) There you go. just, like, connected the dots between that and the ending. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to have to talk about that at the end. (laughs) But I... (laughs) We will, we will. Don't worry. Um, Oh, one thing I do want to mention... It was kind of a little confusing for me because Rapunzel has known that Zontiri was the ghost girl for like a little while now. So you think that she would have tried to find this machine before and she's just now telling everyone about it. And apparently she mm-hmm. knew where his tomb was because of like the, the secret, you know, rule or knowledge that you get. Yeah. So yeah. it was just, yeah. I was a little like, hey, why didn't you have this ready beforehand? Like immediately once you knew this soul sucking demon is back, you'd think you'd... <laughs> Well, she didn't like, think go, you know, all they were, fire maybe, to... maybe she thought that um, Zontria would stay out of Corona. <laughs> uh, um, if, if she really thought that, she's more naive than I thought. <laughs> well, maybe she's like, Cass will distract Zontria for a while. I have some time. They'll, <laughs> they'll keep each other occupied. Yeah, I don't know. And yeah, that's another thing, the timeline. How long has she known about Zontiri? Has it been a couple of days? Has it been a month? Like I feel like it's been like a, a week or two, yeah. at least a couple of weeks. I yeah, feel like. we'll have to we'll have to ask a certain someone about that sometime. <laughs> Ooh, next week, next week. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, but I don't know. I thought it could have been cool if they had brought that up like in the pe- previous episode, and it could yeah. have laid the groundwork for. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it was just kind of a random way. They're just like, "Oh, let's go find the tomb." <laughs> what What would you What would you think about instead of having that whole monkey machine side quest in the mm-hmm. beginning? What if that had been a separate episode, and then the finale had just been a two parter instead of a three parter? I would have been fine with that. Then the, I guess the timeline might have made a little bit more sense. I don't know. Um, I was wondering at one point. I was like, "Are they all going to turn into monkeys? Is this how it's going to end?" <laughs> I was concerned. Yeah, because yeah, with the whole monkey ray, it really like obviously when you see that at the beginning, you expect it like a payoff later. So I thought once the portal machine broke, they would use the monkey machine mm-hmm. to like transform Zontiri into a monkey or something. Oh, <laughs> I had not that never even like, crossed my right? mind. That would be so what? cool, though. I mean, that, that was the fitting. obvious conclusion. That well, I didn't even think about that. That'd be fitting though, because her friend or her former friend had turned himself into a monkey. So then she could join him in monkey land. Exactly. And they could eat bananas together. Yeah, yeah that's what <laughs> I was thinking. It. I, I mean, I wonder if that was at one point going to be the plan or if something changed or if that was just yeah. a random connection for no reason. Also, I was so confused when Rapunzel's like, oh, 
so we we need to build this machine in close proximity to Zontiri. But then she was like, let's storm the castle. And I was like, if you storm the castle, Zontiri will know you're coming and we'll run away. And therefore, it will not be in your proximity anymore. So shouldn't you sneak in? I was so confused. I was like, why would you storm it and just like let her know you're coming? Like you want to build it in secret. Like, Well, I mean, she probably knew that, that Zontiri would not run away at that point. Yeah. I mean, it ended up working out, but... It, my initial gut reaction was like, what? Like you would let them know you're coming so they could be warned and leave? <laughs> to build your lithium? Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, did that machine do any good? I mean, it really only caused trouble, didn't it? Yeah. It was it was very interesting, though, the whole lost realm <laughs> idea. Um, yeah. And I loved, it was so funny when Eugene and Rapunzel were joking about, oh, whose turn is it to propose to who? <laughs> That was cute. Wait, was was that early on? Mm-hmm. They had some oh. had some joking about it. Oh, I remember that joke at the end, but yeah, that was funny. I can't remember if they said at the end of the beginning, but the time when they were like, well, I think now is about the time when one of us would usually make an awkward attempt at a proposal. And then, and then I thought they were going to propose again, but then they were like, oh no, let's not, if we don't make it out of here, and they're like, oh, let's not talk about that. We know oh, that yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're yeah, each yeah, other's remember, dream. Yeah. Regardless of yeah. if we're engaged, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Lovey-dovey I stuff. I gotta say, throughout the show, I've been kind of, you know, there have been episodes where I like them together and episodes where I think, you know, maybe they should take some time apart. But oh! this finale, I Unpopular mean, it was definitely opinion. had some definitely <laughs> had some great moments between the two of them. And yeah, I'm definitely a fan of their chemistry and their whole relationship now that Eugene is more responsible and mm-hmm. Rapunzel's lived a little. And I, I think yeah. they're, you know, I'm happy for them. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, going back to the, the castle storming, I also thought it was kind of easy for them to walk in because they were like, oh, well, they have those, like, yes, those exactly. guards there and stuff. And then all of a sudden they were just, like, banged out the castle door and, like, no one's there to greet them. <laughs> I mean, I guess they only have, like, two or three guards technically. But I was just like, what? This is so easy. Why is it this easy? I mean, I guess because they wanted, they wanted Rapunzel to come. They wanted her, you know, because they needed the sun drop. Um, but I was like, why? This is yeah. so easy. It just seems so strange that they could just, they could just walk in. <laughs> do do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it was on Tyr's plan to, to get, you know, wraps that close. But it was yeah. weird considering that they had taken over the entire city. So, yeah. I mean, they had to drag this giant machine and all, all the citizens, like, through yeah. the entire city. It must have been so creepy, like, doing that, not yeah. knowing, like, when Zontir would pop out. I bet they put... Um, Feldspar out in front to lead the way, you know? He's so brave. Yeah, so Feldspar, he didn't get it like a big star moment, <laughs> but he was the first person who got sucked into the portal. <laughs> Do you remember when he got his, his head stuck in the wagon wheel? Oh, would you look? I've done it again. <laughs> Three times. So I thought it was kind of a fitting tribute for him to be the first person to get sucked in. <laughs> of course that would happen to him. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, I also thought it was, it was so smart of Varian to put that sunny mechanism into his dad's helmet. I was so proud of him to see that character growth, you know, cause I feel like before he would have been like, ah, no, Eugene, obviously my dad's going to resist and he changed the dark side or whatever. But he was like, he took what he said and he was like, oh, maybe he's right. He has a point. He has the tattoo. I should just take precautions. And I was so, I love Varian. I was just so proud of him. I was like, you Varian go. was growing up too. <laughs> You go. He and Eugene are no longer the, the immature little boys. <laughs> Team awesome. 
Do you like it when, when Kira calls him V? Okay, uh, hold on. So I, I was a little bit like, okay, Varian, why didn't you make some extra blocking helmets? Then you could have slapped them on the other members of the Brotherhood. Why, why are you hiding yeah. that info? Well, I, how would they get it on? They didn't all wear helmets, though. No one wore a helmet except for his dad, I think. Exactly. That's why you make more, and then you go up to him and you slap it on him. Slap it on them? Just slap <laughs> yeah. Them. How would you get close enough to put it on their head? When you're in hand-to-hand combat with them. Now, that sounds a little dangerous. <laughs> you just jump up on the rhino and slap it on him. I feel like those would kind of be hard to get on. The participant would have to be willing to put the helmet on. I mean, it is metal, and it kind of squishes your face a little bit, so you got to shove it on there for you. <laughs> Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> Varian is justified. Just saying, just saying. I kind of like when, um, anger. Wait. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, angry. I, I kind of yeah. like when angry calls him V. It just kind of shows that they're kind of getting. I mean, I'm not. No, no, ah! no. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying okay. it shows that they've been spending time together, like all of them. They're they're all in like Raps's close circle now, and they're just like they're friends, and it's nice. For they Varian all give each other nicknames, except for Eugene, because he, we can't find. Wait, wait, we haven't him. talked about G G Bug. G Bug. And she she says another one toward the end of the episode, but I don't really remember that one. Yeah, both like, it was Eugene, just awkward it was both times. Eugene, like Eugenia or yeah. not not that, but something like that. It was awkward both times. It was pretty funny. Not gonna lie. I mean, it makes sense because <laughs> Rapunzel is such like a relationship oriented person, so it makes sense that she would come up yeah. with a pet name for him because he calls her so many things. So it was kind of fun to have that little little subplot going on. But as Eugene pointed out, he has three names. He doesn't need any more. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I loved. Okay, uh, okay. I, I'm not gonna skip ahead there. Yeah, we'll talk about okay. that when we get to it. There, there are a lot of great moments. Oh my goodness! Yes. Oh yeah. So, Rapunzel goes to look for Cass, and does she? She bumps in. She's on Teary first, right? Yeah, like right away. Yeah, and I, I didn't realize, is that she has an actual stone. Is it because, like, I I never even imagined that she would have an actual sunstone. <laughs> I was didn't they like so find it or something in the first, first season or something like that? I don't remember them finding a stone. <laughs> this seems like some basic knowledge we should know. Did they find the stone? Wait. How did she get her hair back in? She touched the rocks, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was something like that, I guess. Some, I, 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 yeah, I didn't do remember her having action having her having an actual stone. Um, so maybe it was because like the eclipse was coming soon, so like the stone was like pulled out of her essence or that kind of thing. But I don't I was like, I don't remember mm, her I don't ever remember necessarily stone. getting the stone off him, but it didn't surprise yeah. me that she had it. So I was like, I mean, I, yeah, it was just, it's kind of, it just reminded me of Steven Universe a lot. It's just, um, like, oh, she's going to do a fusion dance and she and Cass will fuse. That's what I thought. Because I was just like, oh, I just feel like it's Garnet, Amethyst, and Pearl <laughs> up in here. Um, oh. But and I want to sing the song. We are the crystal gems. We'll always save the day. That's our next podcast, the Steven can, Universe we'll podcast. always find a way. Anyway, so catchy. Oh. 
did you did you hear that Steven Universe is ending this month? No, I didn't hear that Steven Universe is ending, but I haven't been keeping up with it. Um, well, I know, but I thought, yeah, it's officially it's officially ending with the finale this month, and they're actually going to show the final some of the final episodes in theaters. I think. <gasps> wow! Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Doesn't that have a huge fandom by now? I know a lot of Steven Universe fans. No. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Not as I mean, not as many as Tangled, but of course know. not. <laughs> That's why we're making a podcast on Tangled and not Steven Universe. Imagine, imagine watching this final episode in a theater. Oh, that'd be epic! The Disney should have done it. Should have had some screenings. If Cartoon Network can put Steven Universe in the theaters, <laughs> why can't Disney put Tangled? Yeah, I mean, it probably wouldn't be able to show, you know, in in your city because it's not as big as my city. But you know, I probably could have seen it in my city for both of us. So. <laughs> there you go. Why don't we take a quick break, and when we come back, we will quickly wrap up the rest of the plot and then talk about the songs. Sound good? I, I couldn't hear you. You paused. <laughs> All right. We're back and finishing up the plot. Yes. So, oh, I also have a note here. Like, right after we see, like, the stone kind of come out of Rapunzel's chest a little bit and she's like oh no the eclipse like I'm getting a little bit weaker um Zantiri when when she like kind of shines her light and like um kind of blinds Zantiri momentarily or whatever Zantiri just looks like a hissing cat like running away (laughs) like meow oh yeah when she that that was really creepy I like that that was it was creepy but it was I was just like I feel like it's a cat who got sprayed with like a water bottle for scratching the curtains or something she was like (laughs) yeah I I think one of the more interesting and surprising things that I took away from the series was just how creepy it could be at times like that yeah yeah, it definitely, it was really good for, for a Disney show for having that amount of creepiness. Um, and then next we get this really lovely song about Rapunzel and Cass, and it was so sad, and I was like, oh my goodness, when she folds her little headdress on the pillow. Yeah, it was she really sweet, it. and I kept thinking that, like, she would stop singing and come to the end, and then Cass would, like, walk out from the shadows That's clapping what I or thought. something. For a second, I thought like, it was, like, focused on something in the wardrobe, and it was, like... A garment of Cass's or something and for a second I thought it was like a reflection and like Cass is behind her and I was like oh my gosh that'd be so cool but that wasn't how, how it was. Okay Enter- entertain my suggestion for a moment humor me okay. but what if okay. Rapunzel sings like that you know the the first part of her song then yeah. Cass steps out of the shadows with a rap feature and no. then like they go into their <laughs> rap battle and like the song slowly morphs from like that sweet kind of guitar strumming into like a more like confrontational song and that's what leads into their first fight oh i mean i'm not saying that's the right way to do it but that that would have been my way of doing it i guess it's kind of like in god help the girl musician please take heed when she starts out like really calm and then it just like gets more like rock and roll and really aggressive towards the end so i mean you can that would be interesting to like have that emotion change through music um, I was sad we, did, we yeah. didn't get as many songs as I thought we might with the finale episode since it was so long. Yeah, um, yeah. I wanted a big cast and Rapunzel duet, and I don't think we ever really got a duet with them. No, we didn't. But there was a lot of plot like, to get Cass through. Cass had nothing left to lose with Varian, which was nice. But Oh, yeah. So good. Um, also, I, I was kind of surprised that Cass was that naive. Like, she put Zantiri, like, when... 
she was going to go conf- confront Rapunzel, and she's like, oh, Zantiri, you stay here. I'm going to put you in this little rock cage. It was like a little bird cage. Like, is she not even enough to think a demon is going to stay in that little rock cage? She's like, oh, put you there. Yeah. Like, what? Zantiri would not, that would not hold that demon. Like, what is she thinking? She's she's very silly at times. Yeah. I wonder if part of that is why Zantiri chose to come back as that, like, little girl, because it makes people underestimate her. Yeah. Also, I think they they said a point, or I think Varian said a point about the Lost Realm, that if you stay there long enough, it changes you. So maybe she changed into a little girl form. Yeah. Like, as her main form. Should we form, talk about the Lost Realm real she quick? she was there. Um, I have some notes on it in a second. Um, actually, that's my next note, that the Lost Realm, I thought it was pretty tame at first. I was just like, why are these unicorns there? And these really cute giraffes. And I was like, what is happening? But yeah, nothing really bad happened there. Like, they weren't really in danger. They just... They just had these weird things happen to their body, and it was just kind of kind of weird and interesting. And King Fred was just so funny, and then Lance, all Lance's eyes, he's like, why can I still see? It was just, it was pretty funny. That's what Lizzie said. She was like, this doesn't seem so bad. Yeah, it like, wasn't that bad, but I guess it would be really I mean, crazy I'm obviously being trapped in there for that long is obviously going to be kind of bad. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded yeah. me a lot of the spirit realm in The Legend of Korra. Um, I don't think you've seen that, that, but it was kind of that same I've colorful, it, weird but... creature thing going on. Yeah, I thought the unicorn was really cute, but... Uh, I was just going to say, it never really got weird enough for me to really enjoy the Lost Realm. It just mm-hmm. was kind of like a... I, yeah, it was a little too tame for it to be interesting to me. Although, I did like that Lance sang his buddy song in it. He was bonding with Kira and Catalina again. More bonding. Oh, also, what was really weird, did you notice the part where Shorty ate a cabbage right after a doll popped out of it, like a live cabbage patch doll? That was very creepy. Yeah, that, that's Shorty for you. <laughs> um, anyway, I thought it was an interesting point moving on from the Lost Realm that Eugene's dad had trained the warriors. I hadn't really thought about that, his, him as king. Like, he, he trained like a deer at a fight. Like, that was pretty cool. Like, Eugene's dad can kick some butt then, because the deer is real fierce. Yeah, Eugene's dad was a big um, plus in this episode for me. I really liked his whole character throughout the episode. Yeah, and I was like, how did I not see it coming from Eugene's dad? I did not see that coming, and I totally should have. I mean, he literally has the sign on his cloak, and I just didn't didn't even think about it. I was just so naive about his dad. And then I thought it was really interesting, because... Eugene had like been like really um, hyper attentive to like Varian's dad, but he should have been thinking about his own dad. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was I thought that was a really cool like double layer there. And like Varian should have like told Eugene about his dad, but I guess he didn't think about it either. <laughs> yeah, that was a good misdirection. I loved that. Although I was a little like confused about why the mind control was working on everyone else, but it didn't affect Eugene's dad until I guess he had to get close to it. So. Maybe he was just more resistant than the others at first? I think it... No, I think... I think he was under its control, but he wasn't showing it, maybe? Because he was saying, like, how he wanted Eugene to lead him to it so that he could protect it? Uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure, like, that when their eyes do that thing, that's a clear sign that it's happening. And his eyes never did the thing until they got, you know, close to it. And then, like, I feel like it was more effective on him. I guess it's the same with Varian's dad. So... Yeah, but then it happened to Varian's dad at the castle, though. So why didn't it happen to Eugene's dad at the castle? I know that's what I'm. That's what 
That's what I'm saying. I'm oh, saying, you're saying it's, it's I'm a little not bit. sure, although oh, okay. maybe he was more resistant to it because he was like, yeah. he trained them, so he's like maybe, stronger maybe. than them or something. Yeah, yeah, could be, could be. And also, he's probably a little crazier than them, so maybe it's harder <laughs> to control his mind. Crazier than the rhino guy? Yeah, I mean, he has his, he talks to his crow. And, oh, and speaking of which, at the beginning, when he says that little comment about being um, Rapunzel's father in law, and then He's like, I wasn't thinking out loud. And winks. That was cute. That was so nice. Yeah, I like Eugene's dad. I have definitely, he's grown on me. And oh, that whole scene, like when he almost killed Eugene, that was so intense. And oh my goodness, that yeah, was pretty and then, crazy. And then Eugene was like, please have mercy. Please just don't call me Horace. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny. And then also going, so that kind of wraps up. And then going back to Cass and Rapunzel having, like, their fight. Like, it was so cool, like, Rapunzel toughening it up and being like, I'm not going to play nice this time, Cass, and stuff like that. But then I was I was kind of confused about why the rock could hold her at some points and then not at other points. Like, she could, like, break through it, but then Cass, like, wrapped her in rock and then it took her longer. Is it because the eclipse was happening so she was getting a little bit weaker? Or did she, like, choose to stay in the rock until, like, a certain point? Or... I'm oh, maybe, but then that. also, like, when the rock is directly surrounding you, you don't have, like, the momentum... To like work up to smash oh, it, I maybe. Guess that might be true. Also, like when Max helped Eugene, how did oh, he that was get so up? Epic. How did he get up the tower? How did he get there? I don't understand. How did the horse <laughs> he used his defy Max gravity powers. and climb? That tower is steep. I mean, I guess it toppled, but didn't. I'm trying to think. Trying to think from where we've last seen it. Uh, maybe he could, like, jump from rock to rock because it's some rocks piercing through it. I don't know. I was just like, how did he get all the way up in the air to, to get there? I just don't understand. Weren't there stairs that they just climbed up? I don't think so. But maybe maybe I'm misremembering. So, yeah, um, Cass and Rapunzel fight, um, and they kind of come to a head with neither. They, they both, like, gain advantage, and then someone else gains the advantage, and then... They, it's really, like, their fight is really interesting because they've been friends for so long that even when they're fighting, they can't help but be polite. Like, when they're in the room and yeah. Cass is tossing vases and Rapunzel's like, no, that my Aunt oh, Willow that so made that funny. one. And then Cass, I thought Cass would smash it, but she put it down nicely, so. Yeah, that, that was, was really, really cool. funny. I like that part, too. Um, anyway, yeah, so they're fighting, and then Zontiri comes and um, takes both the moonstones or bo- both the sunstone the sunstone and the moonstone and Cass is like what are you doing how'd you get out of that little cage what and <laughs> when Zontiri puts them both into her wrist oh it was so creepy with her eyes that was like the creepiest thing because one is gold and one's blue and they gloss over and it's oh it's the freakiest thing Zontiri is such creep nice and nice and colorful and, uh, it's a good look for her. And then I made a note that you were right about Cass being redeemed because I was rooting for her not to get redeemed, but she did. And I thought it was it was a really good way to do it. Like when Rapunzel was like, "Hey, snap out of it! Like I need you to to get your you know fighting brain back, and like we need to do something." And she was just like so defeated and felt so dumb about you know everything. And yeah. I, it was, I thought it was really good, like very accurate character like characterization for them and. It was really sweet moment. She's like, I'll never give up on you. And then there's the whole yeah. journal thing and the plus de ton vu and all the love revelations going on. 
Yeah, like in the end, Cass had gotten to a point where she was just so lost, she didn't really know what she was fighting for, and she just felt so directionless, and then Rapunzel just taking her back to that first time she laughed, and just yeah. kind of rekindling the friendship, and then incorporating the whole title of the episode, like there was more yeah. in Cass. Oh. It was really, really a great wrap-up of that. I a think. great so, wrap-up? Yeah. Really, really good, really good. And some great acting also by Eden Espinosa and Mandy Moore. In that ooh, scene. ooh, Mandy Moore? Yes, very good. Um, and it was, um, they, they like defeat, um, Zontiri and stuff at the end. And I thought it was so smart, like the way they used the strength against her, like, um, having those points and stuff is really interesting. Really? I, it was kind of weird how they, It was like, weird, but it was interesting. Tied her and then they like, what, what happened again? They cut, oh yeah, Rapunzel cut her hair. Yeah. And then like the wrists were like, pew, like. It's just kind of a weird well, way if you, to end Like, her. if you think about, like, how much, how forcefully they're, like, pulling back her hands and stuff, though. And, like, she just, like, yeah, whips it. Yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, like, I didn't see that coming yeah. as a way to resolve it. But, but it makes, yeah, but using your yeah. new strength, that whole thing tied in. So, yeah, so yeah. interesting. So I was a little, Lizzie and I were both a little confused when we were watching <laughs> it. So they do the strength thing and then they like defeat her and then Cass is like everyone is dead is so Cass is dead how did Cass die exactly from that uh, I don't think everyone was I don't know why Cass I I, I said that to you I said well like wh- how did it like affect her and not so much Rapunzel I don't know I can think like I guess when she was when Zontir was doing the wither and decay thing that might have affected everyone except Rapunzel I guess and so Cass is weakened yeah. from that, maybe. Or then maybe when the whole um, Moonstone yeah. Sun Drop explosion happened, maybe Cass yeah, was just that's what hurt I was more too. based on the impact to her, I guess. But I'm pretty sure, like, she straight yeah, up died. Yeah, I'm not. I think yeah, it was like a Eugene moment, like from the movie. And like everyone, everyone died. Like everyone <laughs> was dead until dead. Rapunzel, you know, used that really? power. I mean, they came back. They woke right up when she sang oh. that chant. So I'm pretty sure oh, everyone I guess, was dead. I guess they did sing the chant a long time. So, so that, that was, was really their life dark. Power. Yeah. Exactly. Like everyone was lying yeah. on the ground dead. Like Max, yeah. and Fidella, um, Monty. Yeah. Everyone was dead. Oh, that I did think going back to the battle, insane. I thought like the flicker effect of her hair was so cool. I I love to say that. That was so awesome. Oh yeah. And I liked really how the animation. whole battle where the stone shattered before kind of tied in, and that was why yeah. she had a little shard left. Oh, that was Although so cool. It was, it was confusing. So it was a moonstone shard, but, but she like gives it to Rapunzel and lets her take the glory. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so that's another thing. Like I thought it would have been cool if they had. I mean, they did work together in the end. Yeah. But it felt a little weird for Cass to like. You think to re- help redeem herself, she's mm-hmm. like, okay, this is the Moonstone, my power, I can, like, use this and redeem yeah. myself by helping defeat Zontiri. But instead, she gives it to Rapunzel, yeah. and then it's the Moonstone, but when Rapunzel uses it, she her powers are just, like, normal, like, her hair is gold instead of blue. So I'm, I wasn't exactly sure, like, yeah. if she's using the Moonstone, she just has the exact same powers. Well, I mean, I think she still has, like, some of the sun drop, like, in her, and so I think the Moonstone... Like, the shard just helped activate it again, maybe? Because it made it, like, in her DNA um, kind of thing. Um, oh, I thought that was such a cool I moment. I just took a DNA test, turns out. I'm, I'm 100%. 100%. Rapunzel. 
Um, I thought that awesome Mulan moment where she cut her hair, and it was so weird seeing her with brown hair again. I was like, oh my goodness, but it was, it was so cool. Yeah, it's cool that she looks great with both brown and blonde hair. Yeah, I mean, and I don't think, did Eugene even say anything about her hair change? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a funny thing to put in. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was so cool. I was, I was so nervous for her when she, like, when she was singing the song again to get the power back, and then Eugene was like, or Cass was like, I guess it was Eugene, who was like, no, like, don't do it. Like, it's too much, too much power. Um, but then she was able to, like, return both stones to, like, their rightful place. And that was so cool. Like, they're off the earth, no more problems. <laughs> that, it was just like, oh, my gosh, it's finally over. It feels so weird. I, I did kind of, when that, like, whole thing happened, I felt a little... Like, I got into Cass's mind space and was mm-hmm. a little jealous of Rapunzel. Like, Cass yeah. tries to get a little bit of power and everything goes wrong. But Rapunzel, like, she's so power hungry. <laughs> she'll do and grab this combined stone when people tell her not to. And, oh, she ends up fine because she's just the special chosen one. <laughs> oh, anyway, but I, yeah, I definitely, my prediction kind of came true, like, with her leaving Cass at the end. Because I knew she couldn't stay and that she, she would need to find her own place after all that. Um, maybe I was thinking maybe she went to go live with the Lorbs <laughs> on the island. <laughs> no, <laughs> she'll make them her servants and then they'll reign evil together. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it she was... couldn't hurt anyone because she'd be trapped on the island. I guess. I mean, cast leaving is, I'm not sure how I feel about it because on one hand, like she's been separated from her friends mm-hmm. for so long. And I feel like that was part of why everything bad started happening because she was so disconnected from the things that she loved and the people who loved her. And so now she just leaves them again to go on another camping trip. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure (laughs) I like that. But then on the other hand, like Rapunzel said, all this time I thought your place was here, but it's not. And so it's kind of, I mean, I guess I can see that too. Like she has a different destiny and just because Rapunzel wants her to stay there doesn't mean she should. And it doesn't mean it's the right thing for her. Yeah. And sometimes like you have to like leave the people you love, like to go find your thing. And, um, I hope she goes and joins like those badass warriors from the female warrior colony. That's where she should be. Oh yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, and it just seems, I don't know, kind of a bad idea to send her off on her own when she got corrupted and threatened the whole kingdom. Like, I don't know, I feel like I'd want to keep an eye on her for a little bit first. Didn't her dad go with her? I don't think so. Oh, well, they, like, had this moment where they were, like, walking away together, so it's like, oh, maybe he went with her. But, yeah, I, I, maybe she did leave by no, At the end, I yeah. think it was just her, although it would have been nice if her dad had Oh. And speaking of, like, her, like, redeeming kind of thing, it was interesting how she mm-hmm. and Eugene at the end kind of fell back into teasing each other. And it, was, it just felt yeah. weird, like, him saying, like, oh, back to your dark and stormy self, like, to joke about that when she tried to kill his well, wife. Like, I feel like it'd be kind of weird to make jokes about her being evil and dark after what happened. He's he's not as mature as, as he, he tries to be. He tries. He's working on it. Um, also, yeah, I just loved the, um, the Happily Ever After reprise of that song. It was really good. Mm-hmm. It was. I'm so excited. I, I kind of wanted a new song, but I do like that they kind of took. It was I, I do always like it when they take old songs and then you know that nostalgia. It was the very first there. song, and, it, and from, it's and it's fun because it's like they thought song, it was so it, like, the happily ever really after, well. and now it is the happily ever after. So yeah, that was good. What you, and so now we're mm-hmm. we're to the adoption part. Wait, well before that, at at um, 
during at the last part of the song when all the villagers are singing together we paused it and like mm-hmm. looked for some cool stuff and i don't know if you noticed any people in the crowd but um two things i want to point out so one oh. is that stallion got together with brock eugene's twin what <laughs> really yeah. i did not notice they're that like, i should have yeah, paused like it i did not huddled together oh that's so cool so that was really funny because I love Stallion, and for her to get together with the Brock guy, I mean, they're both kind of evil, so. <laughs> What's his name again? Brock Lightning something? Thunder, Brock Thunderstrike oh, Thunder or something? Yeah, that was, that's really fitting. I like that. And then the other thing is that the seals were there. Of course they were. Wait, was the king guy uh, did there Did you too? notice that? No, I didn't pause Yeah, it. he was. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. I want to go back and watch that again I mean... Now. On one hand, it's nice that everyone's there together, but on the other hand, like, why would the king bring his seal to sing with them? I because mean, I don't, I don't the know seals why are there, but. so wonderful. Was was Hookan back from his tour? Mm, I, I didn't see that, but like Eugene, the 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 two brothers who always chase Eugene were there, and I mean, pretty much everyone was there. I mean, it was how, like the whole how cast. How nice! But no, no Willow. <sighs> uh, she might have been in there. I don't know. I was wondering why she never came back. Like. If she, I mean, I know she travels a lot, but, like, wouldn't she hear, like, about um, the kingdom being in trouble and stuff? Wouldn't, like, she want to come help her fam? Maybe she tried to, but Cass took care of her. Oh, my. Forgot to tell you about that before I left, Rapunzel. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> we'll have to do an, uh, a theory episode about um, where Willow has been since her, when her family has been in turmoil. <laughs> yes. Um, I also thought it was funny how Rapunzel always calls you Eugene, like, by his last name, too, Eugene Fitzherbert. And then I was like, does she have a last name? That's exactly what we were thinking. I was like, Lizzie, what's her last name? And Lizzie was like, it's Corona. That's what I was thinking. Rapunzel Corona. <laughs> That's a cool name, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's a question to ask um, our special guest next week. Yeah, I want to know. I want to know. So, yeah, let's just... Uh, talk about our final thoughts about it i guess not this is not a goodbye to the series as a whole yet this is just what we think about this episode so far yeah i don't know i i don't know how to feel about the adoption thing oh yeah we gotta talk about that so (laughs) lance adopts red and angry (laughs) i don't understand really where that that came from like they're he's such a big kid himself it just seems so weird for him to adopt them like, really, I feel like they, they adopted him. He needs parents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It feels like, yeah, it feels like it was less of an adoption, more like they just all, like, are one big clan Happy family. Now, instead of, yeah, like, I, yeah, I feel like, well, where would Lance go? Like, he can't live on the castle and, like, moved off them forever, so I mean, he needs, I, like, a place. Like, I um, feel like a better thing would have been you after Eugene became king, Lance was promoted to second in command. Instead of just him randomly adopting Red and Angry, it just it felt so weird. Like I would never in a million years have predicted that. <laughs> they just throw in something to surprise us. I mean, it's kind of nice, I guess. Like, I can see how they would all get along. I mean, he's really great with sweet, kids. But it's also kind of weird. He's really great with kids. And, like, the busier, like, raps and Eugene get, too, like, with the kingdom and everything, like, they need, like, you know, I guess he's not, he's kind of an adult, like, to, to give them some, some wisdom or... I don't know, like, just to be around. So... Yes. And it was kind of a cool thing to promote, you know, single single fatherhood. That's good. Lance is not ready to be a father. 
Uh, he's more like the fun uncle, I guess. But he's still the guardian. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how to feel. It was yeah. very interesting. Varian and his dad get a really nice um, ending yeah. where they're the Aww. official science nerds of the kingdom. Oh yeah, and then then Eugene's whole comment about the shower helping his hair was so funny. No, oh, yeah. Apparently they have <laughs> hot running water now. I, that was that was so funny. I I love that line. But yeah, I really I thought it was a very epic episode. It was a very good ending episode and. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I I'm I'm sad, but it's 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 a bittersweet. I'm I thought it was it was a good way to end everything, and it was interesting and it had the creepy elements, but also like some of the happy elements with the songs and just brought like I don't know. And I loved how they did like the narrating at the end to kind of like echo the movie and like they just tied things in really well. I think in that way. Yeah, that ending where it fades to black, and then Eugene is like, "Wait, there's hold, one hold more up. thing," and then they're in their boat on the lake, and yeah, so cute. And then cute. the propose like the wedding officially, the official after all this time. Of course, it has to end with them finally saying <laughs> yes to each other. Yes, yes, yes. Very exciting. I was thinking, what if Rapunzel had eaten the ring because it was hidden <laughs> in that cupcake? <laughs> it was underneath the cherry. Exactly. What if she had just gone in on that thing? And then Pascal was so cute eating the little cherry. <laughs> so, yeah, great ending. Overall, I really enjoyed it. It wasn't, I mean, it didn't, of course, fulfill all my expectations. There was no rap battle. Yeah. Um, what can you do? There was no, there was no, um, big shorty moment but on the whole it was a really good way to wrap things up um the music was great the battles were pretty cool um and Cass and Rapunzel the reunion really worked for me and was really nice and mm-hmm. yeah and I, I like the ending with Eugene and Raps I I'm still not sure how I feel about Cass going off on her own and then Lance adopting the kids <laughs> but but yeah definitely bittersweet but overall yeah. like a solid 8 out of 10 oh yeah our next stop is not anywhere our next stop is probably going to be us having a conversation with a very special guest who may or may not be named chris okay (laughs) Um, but yeah uh questions for the special guest if you have questions you want us to ask him on the show feel free to Tweet us at Corona Podcast or email them to coronaconversations at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely be sharing any questions we have and hopefully getting some answers to all our present questions on air. Yes. You can also rate the podcast at ratethispodcast.com slash tangled. Yes. <laughs> Do so if you wish. <laughs> Until next time, this has been Corona Conversation. And just know that the show might be over, but the fun is just beginning. <laughs>